0: art of history history dropping like an apple to the ground thanks newton for gravity hamilton for the banks proud of his legacy running round weekly starring on broadway washington for his country the father of his country near election day running away from 1789 to 2020 running round running round intro to outro the art of history bam
1: Okay, you have your theme song. Is that enough for you? Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it? Okay, so back to it. So chap, So here's the first part. So on January 11th, 1755, we don't actually know if it's 1755, because certain people believe it's 1755, like me, Alexander Hamilton was born on Nevis, a small island in the Ness in the West Indies. That's now part of the country called the Federation of Saint Kitts and Nevis. I mean Nevis. Alexander's parents were James Hamilton. His brother was also named James Hamilton. And Rachel Fawcett, I think that's how you, how you pronounce it, in part friends, but a pretty long time ago, my family w- w- ha- lived in France, but a pretty long time ago, I don't, I don't know how many hundred years, but I do have descendants who lived around th- this time. I mean, no, not descendants, ancestors. I do not know what's wrong with me today. James had grown up in Scotland, and his family lived in a castle. Hmm. Either he was royal or very rich. I don't know how else you could not be royal or rich and live in a castle. It doesn't really go together. But as the youngest son, James didn't inherit the castle, because that's how things went back then. It the, the oldest son always got the all the inheritance like his son was the old the oldest son got all of it. the, the younger kids eh, none. Rachel Fawcett had been born in the West Indies and her family was friends. See And Rachel weren't married. Rachel had married another man when she was younger, but he was really pretty, very mean. Is that enough explanations for you? Is it? So, Rachel, so she ran away from her mean husband. And she never, ever, 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 ever Sally go on saw him again. But she had also left behind a son when she left. I guess she was too busy running away to remember to bring her son back. Or maybe she was worried that the son would have his fa- too much of her of his father's DNA and be mean. I hope not, but I guess she didn't want to risk it. So where was I? So James and Rachel lived together as husband and wife for pretty much the rest of their lives so they had two kids together james who didn't spend a lot of time with alexander in later life and there was alexander who i guess you know i don't know which was older or which was younger but kind of goes together so don't ask me why. Actually, don't ask me. If you want, you can t- put a request or look it up on the internet and just let me posting. I mean, post these videos. So let's see. So the West Indies. You might have have questions like, what is the West Indies? So. When Christopher Columbus set out from Spain, yep, he was from Spain, not England. May have thought it was England. The place that Columbus was really looking for was east of Spain, but he ended up going west. Pretty bad mistake, huh? People in this time probably wouldn't do that. We'd figure that stuff out. So, he hoped to sail west and find some islands known as the East Indies, which are now known, which is now in the part of the world that is now Indonesia and Southeast Asia. It's an island that includes Borneo and, yep, orangutans. So, oh, the place that, so... Oh, uh, when he came upon a group of island, a group of islands in the Bahamas, which is in the Caribbean, and he thought he had reached his destination, so he called these islands the Indies. That is the biggest mistake I have heard since somebody mistaked uh, a lemon meringue pie with a chocolate cream pie on a TV show. So when people start to realize Columbus's mistake, probably not for a little bit, because we didn't but eventually we probably did. They just called the islands, this area of the Pacific Ocean, the West Indies. Kinda makes more sense, huh? It makes more sense to me. Maybe not to you, but hey, I don't know you. So, the West Indies encompass the triangle from Florida south along the coast of Central America, eastward along the coast of South America, and northward to Bermuda. Probably the Bermuda Triangle. So many, so many rich people on the island grew money on the islands by growing sugarcane, which is a grass that grows six feet tall. That can grow six feet tall. It doesn't have to be six feet tall, but it can grow that big. That's a big gr- piece of grass if if you mistook sugarcane for grass you would you would think that you really need a needed a lawnmower huh get the joke so most of the sugarcane was picked by African Americans who had been brought to the islands from Africa it was, it was a terrible. D- Uh, standing in the hot sun and harvesting the plants is they're near the equator. They're not really close, but they're kind of close. So so seeing seeing people suffer this way turned Alexander permanently against slavery for the rest of his life which you kinda picked up on it when permanently, but I'm just trying to make my mark and I'm just gonna make one more mark, point blank. So, let's see. Alexander loved to read in both English and French. Wow, that's an impressive skill, being able to read in two languages. This A language he'd learned from his mother, He probably wasn't allowed to go to a formal school because his parents weren't married. So he was tutored. But in a small town, Alexander and James didn't really think of themselves as different from other kids. It wasn't unusual for boys to be taught at home. So, let's see. So you might want to know what's the triangle trade? So, the so let's start with around North America and the Caribbean. What goes away is raw materials: sugar, cotton, and tobacco. People didn't know the smoking was bad then, so it was actually kind of common. And and that so that stuff went to like Britain and Ireland. What's what then went. And then those ships went to Africa, the western part. And then the Africans that they brought back went, went to the West Indies. It's a triangle. So we're getting to a good part. We're getting to a good part. So James moved to the family to, to St. Croix, another island island in 1765 so i actually i don't want to say this but i think this episode might have to be in a few parts but that happens a lot so i think we'll start i mean stop um right after he gets married so Oh, so St. Croix is now in the part of the United States Virgin Islands, and so in St. Croix, Alexander and his brother, James, which you probably know by now, because I've stated that over and over, okay, I was just exaggerating about that, (sighs) Alexander was brother James started to understand for the first time that they were different from other kids. They probably should have either never known or just told by then so they wouldn't be surprised. We're not welcome on St. Croix. So whew. So in 1766, right after or they moved to St. Croix, I mean shortly, like about a year later. Her James Hamilton, the father, abandoned Rachel, the other James, the kid, and um, Alexander. Kind of a cruel thing to do. So, he didn't think... He could support them anymore. That's not really a good reason to leave your family. I mean, my dad's gone all the way to Seattle, all the way on the other side of the country for beings, but not permanently. That is like... Okay. You kind of get what I'm saying. He didn't think he could support them anymore, and he went off to the other islands to earn more money. A year later, Alexander and his mother got very sick. No one knows what the illness was. At least you think maybe somebody's hiding it so they don't get a lot of attention. But I have a feeling if someone knows it, they'll probably find out soon. Because usually somebody's going to pick up on it. You can't keep secrets forever. Especially if they're written down with pen. A year. So, but her days they both lay in bed, burning with fever. Sounds pretty bad. I'm glad I haven't got it. At least I don't know. Could have been the flu because they didn't have flu shots back then. So, and as what commonly happened, Alexander's mother did not survive the illness. Alexander recovered. You kind of figure that out, probably, because you're, you've watched Hamilton, or you may have even wrote Hamilton. If your name's Lin-Manuel Miranda, I'm talking to you. So. Oh, James and Alexander went to live with an adult cousin. Hmm. But... He, too, died in a few years, within a few years. I mean, now the boys were truly alone in the world. Wow. Kind of cruel. I mean, yeah. Everything that her mother had owned belonged to her first husband. So the boys were left with nothing. They were dirt poor. Their mother was dead. And their father was gone. They had no idea where he was. So they had no... Since they didn't have anyone to contact. Because they didn't have phones back then. So if you think they had phones... Phones are actually pretty recent. They had no idea what their future would hold. So... I'm getting to a good part. I'm getting to it. So Alexander Brother brother James was apprenticed by a carpenter on St. Croix, that meant he would be, he would would live with the carpenter and eventually learn to be one himself. He and Alexander, this is a sad part so you may want to cover your ears, Alexander and James never saw each other Ever again, they never laid eyes on each other for the rest of their lives. Alexander was taken in by Thomas Stevens. <coughs> Sorry, that was my dad coughing. Thomas had five kids. That's a lot of kids. I was in one Edward was a little older than Alexander. Alexander and Edward became the best of friends. Although he was only 13, Alexander was given his job as a clerk in a merchandise Okay, I can't pronounce it. I'm just going to say house. A business that traded and shipped goods all over the world. He was very good at math and, kept, and had no trouble keeping track of all the money and products that went in and went out. He was so good at his job that when one of the owners went to New York, I don't know, it's probably in the state, I don't know if it's the city, for five months. That's almost half a year. Here, he left Alexander in charge of the entire business. So like, if someone wanted to sell, sell, I'm just gonna put um, a beach ball for example, the the person would say, ask Alexander. If someone wanted to sell some corn everywhere in the world, they would have to say, ask Alexander. So you get the idea. So although he was doing very, very, very well at his job, he didn't want to work there forever. He dreamed of leaving the West Indies and becoming famous, maybe joining an army and becoming a war hero. Okay, get the idea. So oh, he longed to fall. Oh, Ned Stevens. I mean, Edward Stevens to New York City, where he was. Where. His friend was going to school to become a doctor, but Alexander didn't have the money to travel, so he had to earn it. That's a natural way. So, in 1770, trouble was brewing in Boston at that time, but I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna spoil it for later episodes. The Ro- St. Croix's first newspaper, okay, why did that, why would the 1700s just so the Royal Dandish American Gazette, didn't have to be that long, was published. So Alexander wanted to write for it and was very excited to. So in 1771, when he was 16, that's young, he published two love poems in the paper. More poems followed. Another part time writer at the paper was a minister named Hugh Knox. Kind of like Henry Knox, I don't know if they were related, but hey, I don't know. No one I know, but some people probably know, I bet. Oh, so, he and Alexander became friends. So here's an exciting part. On our August 31st, 1772, a terrible hurricane hit the island of St. Croix. Roy winds knocked down trees and a tidal wave over 50 feet high pounded the shores. The Gazette described it as the most dreadful hurricane known in the memory of man. The hurricane was so big it caused destruction on the neighbor and islands of Saint Kitts and Nevis as well. I mean Nevis. A few days later, at a Sunday service, Hugh Knox preached a sermon about the hurricane. Alexander the inspired to wrote his. Own version of the story in a letter to his father. James Hamilton was probably living on an island just outside the hurricane. And on October third, the Gazette printed Alexander's letter. Letter for. The, in part, the letter read: "The roaring of the sea and wind, fiery meteor flying about the air." The Protegeous glare of almost perpetual lightning, the crash of the fallen houses, and the ear-piercing shrieks of the distress. It was efficient to strike astonishment into angels. Alexander's letter was an unexpected hit on the island of St. Croix. Everyone was impressed how well it was written. He thought, they thought he had really captured the force and destruction of the hurricane people decided to take up a collection to send Alexander to America, where he could go to college. A boy who could write such a letter they thought could not not stay on their little island. He should have a a chance to make his mark on the world. Alexander Hamilton was going to New York City! So, that's where we're going to stop. part one. So, you'd prop. So, I'll- So stay tuned. So, okay. So let's hear another round of the theme song.
0: Art of history, history. Dropping like an apple to the ground. Thank Newton for gravity. Hamilton for the banks. Proud of his legacy. Running round weekly. Starring on Broadway. Washington for his country, the father of his country, near election day, running away. From 1789 to 2020, running round, running round, intro to outro, the art of history, bam!
1: Okay, so, I'll see you later. Stay tuned!
0: Thank you for listening listening to 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 the the Art art of 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 History.